0: Business leaders and visionaries, Kelly Kennedy here, bringing you exciting news about our newest sponsor, Foresight for IT. Based in Edmonton and backed by support partners across all major Canadian cities, Foresight for IT isn't just an IT service provider, they're your global IT ally. With remote support available worldwide, their full-circle approach to IT from setup to support, security, and scalability ensures your vital services are always up and running. Imagine having always-on technicians and business IT support plans that take the hassle of technology management off your desk and into the hands of experts. Whether you're in blue-collar industries, finance, law, or healthcare – Foresight for IT is the game changer you've been waiting for. Elevate your business globally with Foresight for IT. Visit www.ForesightforIT.com and let them know Kelly sent you. Once again, that's F-O-R-E-S-I-G-H-T-F-O-R-I-T.com. Foresight for IT, redefining IT experience. Thanks for listening to a word from our sponsor. Let's get back to the show welcome to milestone episode 100 of the business development podcast and on today's show it's a show about celebration we're talking about the journey to 100 and what the future has in store stick with us
1: it's an absolutely amazing episode The great Mark Cuban once said, Business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is Is the the Business Business Development Development Podcast. Podcast. Based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips, and experiences. And you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the Business business Development development Podcast. podcast. And And now, your your expert expert host, host, Kelly Kelly Kennedy. Kennedy.
0: Welcome to Milestone Episode 100. My gosh, can't even believe it for a second. 100 episodes of the Business Development Podcast. At this point, we've even done 100 episodes in less than one year. It is December 22nd. Everybody is kind of officially on break, but not us here at the Business Development Podcast. We are recording Episode 100 and I cannot be more thrilled could not be more excited about episode 100. I am on today with two people. You have heard a ton about Shelby Hobbs and Cole Chorney, my like two most important people in my life. (laughs) appreciate them immensely. They are the backside to this show. They really allow me to bounce great ideas and spitball ideas and figure out where we're going and help us with sponsorship programs and all this other fun stuff. I cannot do this alone. And I have my team with me today. And this show even though it's episode 100, is not about me. It's not. It's about all of us. It's about all of us as a team, and I cannot be more thankful to have you guys on. And I know our guests are excited to meet you. Shelby, why don't you start first?
2: Oh, thank you, dear. Uh, well, yeah, I'm Shelby Hobbs, and I'm, I guess I'm your partner in crime and life and love and work a little bit more and more, I guess, on the work side. And yeah, I'm very honored to be here today. And if you'd asked me to do this, a few months ago, I probably wouldn't have thought as hard about it, but now that you are at a hundred episodes and have accomplished so much i uh, I really I'm really just honored to be here and I, I know how important this space is to you and your listeners, so it's I've immense gratitude and uh, I'm gonna be. Be on my best behavior.
0: represent well. <laughs> this so is not who she is. She is not on her best behavior normally. Um, if, if, if I'm in trouble, I know it. And I'm thankful that that is the person that she is because uh, Shelby doesn't hold anything back and she doesn't pull punches. And sometimes it hurts, but sometimes it's needed. And I love you, babe. And I appreciate oh,
2: it. <laughs> I love you too.
0: Thank you. All right. And last but not least, by any means, Mr. Cole Chorney, my right-hand man at Capital Business Development, the backbone of this podcast people have heard your name cole a thousand times on this show you might not have even heard your name on the show as many times as everyone else has (laughs) i'm sure you got a couple to catch up on but you also live the life you live the business development life you don't have to necessarily hear it through the podcast you're right there through all major decisions with capital through all major decisions on the podcast not only are you right there you're influential in making them and um appreciate you man thank you so
3: much well, thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. And yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's been a journey to get here and, uh, you know, there's been ups and downs along the way, but we've been uh, powering through it and we've been, you know, collaborating really well to kind of figure out where uh, where the direction of the podcast is going. And, you know, on the other front, uh, well, I guess just to back it up a little bit. Uh, first off, I, uh, I work for Capital Business Development, which is, you know, the main company behind, uh, obviously, the Business Development podcast. And, uh, yeah, started there about a year ago now. Um, I'm sure you guys heard the story on one of the previous pods about, uh, showing up on Kelly's doorstep and kind of just, you know, really, really going for it. But, uh, you know, as with any kind of anything you want to do in life, you really got to be willing to put yourself out there and take risks. And that was one thing that I, uh, I really wanted. So, you know, I put myself out there and it's, it's turned into something great. So I'm, I'm really grateful for Kelly and, uh, the, the business development podcast, um, just how far we've been able to take it in a year is incredible. And we we absolutely couldn't do it without you guys. So we really appreciate all your support. Um, it's It's been awesome. And we're, we're really looking forward to a great year next year as well. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And, um, you know, Cole, I have talked to them about the story. But you know what? It's funner to hear it from you anyway. It, you know, I'll be honest. It took a lot of courage for you to do what you did. And I know right off the bat, you didn't know it at the time. But... So how the story of me and Cole came to be was I was hiring for capital business development. And um, instead of just sending his resume, Cole gave a really quick phone call and was like, Hey, I'm just in the area. Do you mind if I swing by, drop my resume in person, just make a quick introduction? So like totally business developed his own hiring. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> and he came to the door and made an introduction, was super kind and didn't take much time, It was just like, hey, I just want to put a face to the name. I'm Cole and uh looking forward to to whatever the next steps are. Handed his resume. I think I turned around, went upstairs, talked to Shelby, and I was like, Yeah, I just found my employee.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you remember yeah. that, Shelby?
2: Oh, I do. I remember it very well. And I remember just like hmm. the excitement and and nerves about hiring an employee. Oh, yeah. And there was, you know, the nervousness around like now I gotta go through all these resumes and I need to like shortlist people. I have to do interviews. And all of a sudden, Cole shows up on our doorstep and he just self-selected right then and there. It was like Kelly turned around, came right to me. He's like, I'm going to hire that guy. He just came to our front (laughs) door. Like it's a done deal. And uh, yeah, it's been amazing. It's been amazing to watch the two of you um, just really collaborate so closely on a day to day basis. And I am also so, so grateful for you, Cole, because (laughs) there's been, you know heading into the the podcast as well as you know capital business development as an endeavor Kelly and I had to have a lot of conversations and brainstorming sessions about what this was all going to look like just to really conceptualize everything and ever since you've you know joined the team and and been his right-hand man so much of that pressure kind of came off of our relationship in a way and you really stepped into that role for him and that's been a very healthy thing for our family and for the business (laughs) as a whole because of everything that you contribute so I'm also so so grateful for you Cole and uh, yeah it was it was a really cool journey.
3: Right on well I really appreciate that thank you. Um, yeah, you know, with, uh, with that story there, I remember sitting in my car before I called you there, Kelly, and I I noticed, uh, the address on there and I thought, you know, rather than showing up at your doorstep, I better give you a call first. (laughs) Um, so I made that call and to be honest, I was pretty nervous about it. I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but I thought, you know, Hey, this, this looks like something that, uh, you know, it looks like it has some promise there. So I, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. stick my neck out here and, and do something that has a little bit of a risk to it and show up at your door, hand you, hand you my resume and really make that impression. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing about that was I didn't really realize at the time that that was, you know, exactly what you need in business development. And I, I think looking back on it now, it's really kind of, it's almost funny to me mm-hmm. to kind of look at that and be like, well, yeah, like that, that makes a lot of sense. But at the time I really had no idea. It was just something that, you know, I wanted and I was willing to go after. And, It's it ultimately went well. So I'm I'm very, very happy with myself for making that decision. Um, And I'm very grateful for uh, for the opportunity and how it's uh, how it's went so far. Well, you know
0: what I always say, Cole? You don't choose business development, my friend. Business development chooses you. And whether you knew it or not, you were being chosen. (laughs) Absolutely. That's the truth, (laughs) man. You know what? you know, we don't talk about a lot and you know, this show does delve into entrepreneurship. It doesn't always delve into my entrepreneurship as much, but yeah, you know, Shelby, we had a lot of conversations before I went to market where I was ready to expand capital with capital. You guys both know I've always wanted to do something big. I wasn't interested in doing something small. I didn't want to half-ass anything. Whatever I was going to do was going to change the world. That was the goal of capital and it still is. And it's the goal of this podcast too. And, um, so selecting somebody for that, uh, you know, came with two challenges, obviously a challenge internally to myself, where now it's like, not only am I just responsible for me and my family, but now the company is growing and I'm responsible for other people and their families and things along those lines. But also, how do I make sure that I get somebody who is in line with with our values and with what we want to do with capital? And and it's so funny, Cole, because like you really were sent to us like I have no question like You're the best thing to ever just randomly show up on my doorstep. Put it that way. (laughs) Like the reality is I couldn't have asked for a better person to show up on my doorstep. And I truly mean that inside and out. You were the best person for the job. You continue to be the best person for the job. And you continue to grow with me because I'm not done growing. I still have a lot of learning to do. And I've gotten to do a lot of that learning with you by my side. And like I said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Um, you know, I mean, you say that I'm a good boss, but I also say that you know I can't be a good boss without somebody
3: like you to be able to help me become one. So, appreciate absolutely. It. I I really appreciate that, Kelly. Um, and yeah, no, you're an incredible boss. I I feel like not to go back and forth with this for too long, but <laughs> Kelly's Kelly's an incredible boss. Um, very understanding, very uh, goal driven, knows where this is going, and it's it's very easy to work for you. Um, you're very team oriented. Um, it's. <laughs> I can't say enough good things. Honestly, it's, it's been incredible. I've, I, my background is in sports. So I've, I've played for various different coaches, various different styles. Um, and, you know, I, I like to think that I know what good leadership looks like and uh, you definitely got it, Kelly. So I'm very, very appreciative of that. Oh, thanks, dude. No, I, I it means a lot. And you being
0: by me for the show means a lot. And, you know, you've come up a lot on plenty of shows because really a lot of this show initially, I I saw it as double edged, right? Like you had everything you needed. You just needed some fundamentals and some skills to work from. So, you know, we talked about this briefly, but a lot of the beginning of this show was really made with you in mind where it's like, not only can I teach the world, but I can teach my employee how to do this job effectively. And so it's funny because so much of our first shows on this podcast were inspired by you.
3: Yeah, abs- absolutely there and I think on the other end of that um you know being new to business development and kind of you know having some skills to refine and and learn frankly um you know, that show really, or this show, um, really helped me out. Cause you know, there was, there was a lot of things that, you know, you don't exactly know off the hop and you kind of, you do your best to make sense of it all. But if someone really lays it out for you and what the process looks like, and I, I think more importantly to me, at least was, you know, some of the feelings associated with that, getting nervous in meetings, that sort of thing. Those are, those are all normal. Right. And that was, that was something that was huge for me. Um, Because I think, you know, if I would have stepped into the role, there's no podcast, you know, maybe we we have our conversations here and there, but I don't know that they ever get as deep as you kind of, you know, you really speak to things on the podcast. So I think that the podcast really, it helped me out in that sense. And it also helped me to get to know you as well. And I think it's, it supercharged our relationship where we got to know each other a lot quicker than perhaps we would have, uh, you know, if I didn't have the insight that uh, came alongside the podcast, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so much of the beginning of the show was me and you talking, right? Like it really was. It was like, well, okay, what episode should we come up with for this next couple of weeks? Because everything was kind of being planned a couple of weeks at a time. Like in the beginning of the show, like for those of you who are either, either not involved in podcasts or maybe heck, you're, maybe you're thinking about it and you're like, Hey, like what does it even take to launch a podcast? The beginning can be a really weird space because So much of it is just trial and error and learning. And especially if that's not your background, like remember, everybody, I did not start out a podcaster at all, at all, not even remotely. I don't even think I'd recorded myself and listened to my voice before. (laughs) That's how, like, (laughs) (laughs) that's how not a podcaster I was. But, uh, you know, you can ask Shelby, I love podcasts. My favorite form of entertainment is podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts probably on a steady stream basis since about 2015. What's super funny is, and, and that you know most of you know because I've said it, I'm actually not a huge consumer of business podcasts. I'm a huge consumer of business books, and I listen to audiobooks all the time. But when it came to podcasts, podcasts was my entertainment space. It's our bedtime space. Like we have rituals in our household. <laughs> I listen to a podcast when I cook breakfast on Saturdays. I listen to, we listen to podcasts at night. We have like three that we love to listen to when we go to bed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, podcasts for us have been something that I absolutely love. Did I ever think that I would have one? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And de- definitely not one that was successful. <laughs> 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 I still I it still blows my mind. But in the very beginning of this show, so much of it was, you know, I, I don't want to say by the seat of my pants, but by the seat of my pants, like it really was because especially the first 10 to 15 episodes, they were very much topics that when I sat down initially, I wrote out about 50 show topics. They weren't necessarily in any order, but I did try to do them in a fairly consistent order because if you sit down and you write show topics for a podcast, you're going to find that some of them, they don't feel right in the moment. But if you let that bite you every time, eventually you're going to have a list of shows that just never feel right. Mm -hmm. And so what I recognized early on with podcasting is you have to record even on the ones that don't feel right. And not every single show is going to be a blockbuster show. And I'm saying that with like utmost kindness. I recognize that like, I wish that every single show I ever made, you guys loved it and you ate it up. But I also recognize that I did this show rain or shine, sick or feeling like a rock star. I have not missed an episode in a hundred episodes. And that meant that some days I was going through some personal problems. That meant that some days I was sick as a dog, and that meant that some days I felt absolutely amazing. And I'm sure you guys could pick up on that, at least on a subconscious level. And maybe not every show was the best show ever. But I think that that's just part of the journey. Podcasting is about reality. It's about real humanness. The reason that you guys connect with us, us podcasters, is because you're connecting with real people. We're not... We're not a heavily produced TV program. We're not a heavily produced TV show or or a radio show or CBC where we're prim and proper all the time. That's just not who we are. Um, you're getting the real deal. You're getting Kelly Kennedy when you listen to this podcast. If you meet me in person, I'm not that different. <laughs> like, the reality is you get you get pretty much who I am through a podcast. And sometimes that's the good, sometimes that's the bad, and sometimes that's the ugly, right? And Shelby can tell you That is very, very, very true. You know, babe, let's take them back to the beginning of the show. Um, Let's go back. Let's go back a month before the show. Do you remember what that process was like? Do you remember the conversations that we'd kind of been having at that time?
2: Well, what I recall is that we weren't having a lot of conversations about podcasting initially, just before you started the show. I think we had over the course of our relationship, kind of joked back and forth, being that we were and are uh, consumers of podcast content, as you pointed out on a regular basis. um, We like to kind of joke about it and talk about it, like maybe one day we would be doing a podcast together and that was kind of the extent of it and then you had bought me a how to start a podcast book for Christmas and (laughs) I don't think I've ever opened that book but I still have that book Uh, and I don't think you ever read it either.
0: No, I never did. (laughs) But
2: but, you know as a partner you've always been incredibly supportive and um, always like were kind of behind me if I had an idea like you'd you'd, uh, kind of spur me into action a little bit and support anything that I wanted to do. And so, you know, I guess over time you realize that it it might be for you. And I I think the way that it really happened was kind of through uh, the entry point was like gadgets and and technical uh, softwares and things like that, because you're always researching and figuring out what the best of the best is. And this felt like another one of those areas where you're a very passionate person and you kind of dove into audio equipment. And next thing you know, we had podcast level quality (laughs) audio stuff showing up at our door. And yep. then kind of piling up in the corner of our living room, like box after box of what looked <laughs> to be like pretty expensive equipment. And I'm like, hmm, what are we doing over here? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. what are we starting now? <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't, you know, I guess that equipment kind of sat in the corner of our living room for about a month and kind of through the chaos of having our our three boys and dogs and everything. And I think one day it was just kind of like, hey, what are you doing with all that? fancy, expensive new stuff you got over there. Are you going to do anything with that? <laughs> and Yeah, I think, you know, there was maybe even a little bit of uh, pressure or tension in that statement. Like, yeah. hey, you know, you've invested all this time into researching this and and clearly invested some money. And what are you going to do? And it was kind of a challenge. I posed it to you as a challenge, I think, in yeah, that moment. Did. And you really you rose did to the occasion you were like yeah you know what you're right I'm gonna go do something with it right now and you kind of turned yeah. around and the boxes went downstairs and you went downstairs and the door got locked and you didn't emerge until you had recorded something
0: well you know like yeah absolutely that you know I mean that situation to me felt like you should probably do something with this or get rid of it because you just spend a small fortune on all this equipment and uh you know we need that money too so figure it out <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's how it felt in the moment i'm not i'm not sure what the day was but you know the truth is the truth is shelby is that i was scared to do this i was i was genuinely afraid to do this i thought yeah i've been doing this a long time but like it's a whole nother thing to sit down in front of a mic and tell other people how to do it not to mention i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) it's kind of how it felt like right like The podcast journey, for those of you who maybe are looking at embarking on it, it's so much more than just coming up with content and talking to a microphone. There's so much to learn. There's so much more than you think. (laughs) Put it that way. There's so much more to it than you think there is. And to get to 100 episodes takes dedication, time, and like, frankly, another full-time job. That's basically what it is. And the amount of learning that you need to do in order to get to a stage where you can put together a professional or highly, highly produced show, it's going to take you time because like I said, I I first off had, had no experience doing this and, and speaking to a microphone. I never had to really plan out a show before. So that was a learning experience. I had to learn how to use audio equipment, which I had no experience in, produce shows. How do you edit out, you know, stuff that you don't like? How do you fix an episode so that you get rid of the the horrible ums and butts and everything else that goes in there? You know, what happens when you make a mistake? In the beginning, when I made a mistake, I just re-recorded. And then I realized how crazy that was. (laughs) I had to like, okay, this isn't going to work. You can't just re-record every time you make a mistake. You're going to be re-recording all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But there was so much to learn. But I remember that very first day where you, you know, I mean, this show wouldn't exist, Shelby, without you giving me that kick in the butt. I'm not sure that I ever would have sat down and recorded trailer episode that night. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that I would have. I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. But I think there's a high likelihood Mm -hmm. that the Business Development Podcast maybe would have never existed without that Mm -hmm. kick in the butt. So I love Mm -hmm. you. And thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. And yeah, you've really, uh, you really did the dang thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh,
2: You've really impressed me. And, you know, I haven't always, you haven't always had my buy-in. I think, you know, even after that first day it was like okay you recorded one episode you know congratulations but you know whoopee do <laughs> so, yeah. you know just yeah. to be frank well, it was like fair. you know and so even though i was super proud of you for getting started you know along the way to your point it was kind of like taking on a second full time job and we do have a very busy and full life and so at times you know i have to be authentic and say i was you know, frustrated by the amount of time that it took. And that was because there was so much learning. And so even when you weren't recording, you were learning. And that learning took a lot of time. And Mm -hmm. um, I really commend you for, for, you know, digging your heels in and, and sticking to it and having such a, a deep level of commitment and passion for what you do, because, it, it's required that to sustain and maintain the commitment that you made to your listeners, which was two episodes a week, you know, at the time, we didn't even know what that meant. We no. didn't know how much time that was going to take, but it was like, you know, two episodes a week. And I remember thinking at the time, like, I've always been a little bit of a, are you sure kind of person? Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. That sounds
2: like a lot. Like I, I are on the side of everything is a lot of work. Yeah. And I do that because I know that you are about quality. And I know that if you're going to do something at high quality, that means high time investment and time is all we have you know time is our mm-hmm. most valuable resource so i think it it took some time for you to really prove to me and yourself that this was going to be worthwhile and this was really going to add value to our life and to you and i've watched you just really grow and sort of blossom into this you know, this incredible speaker and somebody who is helping so many people. And, you know, I'm a full on believer now in what you do and you do have my support. And it means that, you know, we have to really work together on a day to day basis to to make our life run smoothly. It's a lot of juggling and balancing, but it's a it's a hell of a lot of teamwork. And we really rock it. We rock it on the teamwork front. And so do the two of you. And It's really cool for the three of us to kind of be here doing this and celebrating that because it is, it's so much teamwork and we're, we kind of do it, the three of us in a lot of ways without realizing it. Um, But yeah, it's, thank you. And I, one more thing that you pointed out that I, that I just want to highlight as well as you said, you don't listen to a lot of business podcasts. And actually I think that's really worked to your benefit because I think you're incredibly authentic and you didn't really let what other people were doing um, taint or influence what you've done along the way. You've done this totally as you, as who you are. And this is 100% who you are. How you show up on this podcast is who you are in life. It's who you are as a partner and and now as a dad and, and as a, a leader. And so... I think the fact that you've sort of steered clear the industry in that way has really worked to your benefit and I've always admired that because even as a as a creative person I know the the pull sometimes of seeing what other people are doing you kind of want to know like well how is this person being so successful and what is this person doing but that can start to influence your work and who you are and kind of infiltrate that authenticity but you just haven't done that and I think that's why people are so drawn to you and That really comes through in your work?
0: Well, I think what I kind of recognized early on is that business is hard and it doesn't matter who you are. And having somebody, you know, I I don't want to name names, but there are some really hardcore business coach people out there that really ram it down your throat that you have to show up and you have to do it this way. And if you don't do it this way, you should go whip yourself on the back because you're wrong and you have to change in order to get there. And I think what I really wanted to do was be authentic and be real and kind of let people know that you know there is hope here there's hope and you don't have to kill yourself to get there and you would do better to be yourself you would do better to do it your way and bring yourself and your kindness and your authenticness into your business than to necessarily yeah take that really hard approach and yeah are there times where that hard approach is needed 100%. But you'll know when that is. You'll know intrinsically when you need to toughen up and when you need to, you know, push through as opposed to being told to push through all the time because being told to push through all the time just isn't realistic. There are times when you can't push through. And no matter what, no, like, no business guru or super expert or, you know, hardcore ex military people are going to push you through it. Like, life is happening no matter. And it's, I think it's hard to like, It's hard to be that because I think sometimes I've felt that way. Like I've felt that way where it's like, okay, I need to just toughen up. I need to toughen up and I need to hammer through. Even though I feel horrible inside, I need to hammer through and I knew I needed to do that. But there are times when that doesn't work. There are times when what you need to do is take a step back and breathe and say, I'm okay. I'm going to make it. I can get back to the fundamentals tomorrow, but today I need to look after myself. And I think... You know, one of one of our close show friends and and a really big friend of the show and friend to me has called what we do here on the business development podcast Hope Dealers. He said, mm-hmm. "Kelly, what you are is a hope dealer." And mm-hmm. I love it because that's what mm-hmm. I want to do. The reality is is that business is going to happen. There's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days, but overall we have to have hope. We have to be able to be inspired, and what I want to do on this show always is educate and inspire the next generation. That's the right move forward, regardless of what business you're in. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And hope, hope has really been like the antidote to that burnout or to that exhaustion that you speak to. And, you know, that's the other thing that the two of you have done incredibly well is you've celebrated all along the way. And I think celebration and, and gratitude, that's the antidote to like those days when you, you know, you were sick or we were having a fight that day or our dogs gotten a fight that day, you know, oh, we've had, yeah. we've had, a, we moved, we had a baby, we've had a lot of things go on. And I think that because you have really brought this community along for all of the wins, no matter how small you've, you've just, you created that passion and that hope and that celebration that I think people are really looking for. And so, yeah, I think if the two of you could talk a little bit about how you've done that and how you've really made that central in your, in your community, I think that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, from the beginning what I recognized getting into podcasting was there wasn't a lot of data and there definitely or if there is you know what I mean actually I got I had better wording I was at uh, I was at one of my clients the other day and I mentioned man there's like not a lot of podcast data and one of the people peeped up and they said no Kelly there's a lot of data you're just not given access to it <laughs> I was like oh fair enough you're right there are people that hold a lot of podcast data that are holding it close to the chest and not telling people why because I think there is a benefit to them in keeping us dumb when it comes down to podcast statistics and data. But the reality is is that I recognized early on that data for a business podcast is going to be completely different than data for an entertainment podcast or any type of other self-help podcast. You know... And so from the very beginning, I wanted to be transparent with this show. And you guys have known that I've given you guys exact numbers. I've screenshotted our actual downloads, shared them to LinkedIn, shared them places, kept you guys in the loop about where we're at for followers, where we're at for downloads for that time. And when we hit those amazing milestones, yeah, I, I freaking shouted it out. And it's so cool because I was looking back at just some of the data for this show We crossed 500 downloads on March 6th, which was one month from the release of our very first show. And I remember that being super exciting. I'm pretty sure that was our first uh, guest episode as well with McKinley Highland. And um, yeah, I remember being super pumped and literally texting McKinley and be like, yeah, we just crossed 500 with your show. Like, this is so exciting. And it's, you know, it's crazy to think now we're well over 100,000. But at the time, that 500, it meant a lot. It really did. It meant Like, when you think about it, and I think it's really important it's easy to look at the numbers and for it just to be numbers. But I think, you know, and we've talked about this. Every single number is a person. It's a real person learning a real thing. Someone who's come for help, trying to do better in their business life, trying to do better as a, as a business development specialist, trying to improve themselves. And it's, you have to celebrate every number no matter how many it is, because even a room full of 500 people, even if every episode you ever put out only ever gets 500 downloads in the total length of time that you do a podcast for, that's 500 people who learn something from you,
3: right? Absolutely. And I think uh, touching on that a little bit more, I think it's important to celebrate all the wins you have along the way too, right? Like for, for your own kind of... You know, you, you look around, you looked on, you know, say LinkedIn or whatever it is, and maybe you see there's another podcast and they have a million downloads or whatever the case may be. And you look at your your app and, you know, maybe you only have 500, but you know what? It has to start somewhere. Right. So the more you can take, uh, you know, take the good away from those small wins, the better off you're going to be. And I, I think that early on, like like you spoke to it earlier, Kelly, it's like we were thrilled to get our first 100 downloads, first mm-hmm. 500 downloads. And you know what, like getting from, you know, say off the ground to a thousand might be just as challenging as going from a thousand to 10,000, right? So the objective number doesn't really matter as much as the fact that you're, you know, you're pushing forward, you're putting out quality content, you're growing, right? And ultimately... The biggest thing is that you're putting out, you know, that quality content, you're making a difference in people's lives. And that's, there's nothing better than that. That's what's, that's what it's all about, right? It's about that. It's about the community and it's about putting that information to them so that they can be successful in their own lives and in their own jobs, right? Yes.
0: And our community is absolutely awesome. And I appreciate each and every one of you. And so many of you reach out and have been encouraging along the way and have told your stories along the way of how the Business Development Podcast has helped you or helped your business or that you tell, you know, we just got a message this morning from a gentleman in Ecuador who said that he's been translating the show and teaching it to his employees in Ecuador on a daily basis. Like, Just cool stories like that. And they come from all over the world. And it's so cool that just a small show that started out, you know, in a basement in Edmonton can go to uh, over 130 countries in the last year alone. We've reached over 130 countries in 10 months. Like, where it just, it's honestly, it's astounding. (laughs) It's absolutely astounding. It's incredible. And, you know, I, you know, One of the things that I learned too, is that there's so many more people listening than you think. Like, sure. Okay, sure. You got your 500 downloads on your app. And maybe you got your 20 followers who follow you on Spotify or or wherever you post whatever Apple podcasts. But the reality is, is that it takes a really special person to even go that far and to rate your show and to leave a follow. And when the Spotify numbers came in, I almost like it almost knocked me out of my chair. Because we had, we were a number one show for over 7,500 people. That means that, frankly, only like maybe five to 10% of people who absolutely love your show even choose to follow it on a specific app or choose to reach out to you and, and send anything. Like you have such a larger following than you even are aware of, even when you only have a 500 download show. I like, I that's something that you really have to keep in mind is that. Your audience is huge and it's around the world. We were in top 10 show for I think it was 21,000 people. We were in their Mm -hmm. top 10. Like that's absolutely bonkers. And that was in, yeah, in such a short period of time in just a 10 month span. We're not even at a year yet. Even when this episode is dropping, we haven't celebrated our first year. Our first year is celebrated on February 6th of 2024. That's our one year anniversary. And so yeah, you know, I I want the takeaway from this episode today to be: heck, if you want to do something, you can do it. You just have to put your mind to it. You just have to show up. You have to provide good content, and as long as you do that on a consistent basis, yeah, you'll change the world. You'll find a way to change the world, and it's it's just so cool to think. And, and you know, now we're over one hundred thousand downloads. I think as of this morning, we're at one hundred and eight thousand downloads. Um, yeah, and we're we're still we're still not even at eleven months. So. Like the show, you know, Cole, you made a you made a mention that the hardest, you know, the, the hardest shows you're probably ever going to do will be, you know, your first 10,000 downloads. And I think that's true because in that initial time is when you're setting, you're learning yourself. You're also setting your standards so that the listeners know what they can expect. You're building your show and you're growing your show. And like, you know, my first shows are nothing like this show because I have learned and grown as a podcaster and as a speaker and as someone who's able to educate and inspire through audio. And I didn't start here. You know, it's been a learning journey and I had to get more comfortable with with me and my voice and the way that I talk about things and my own idiosyncrasies and things that I don't like um it's a growing experience and so you know what you're absolutely right Cole i think the hardest shows that anyone will ever do is within their first 10,000 downloads and after that i think us getting from 100,000 downloads to a million downloads will be easier than us getting from 0 to 10,000 no question no question
3: yeah i mean absolutely and in the beginning there i think uh, another thing that's probably pretty common for people uh you know starting podcasts out is you know <laughs> At this point now we have an incredible community and, you know, we're doing it to, you know, inspire them, teach them different things about business development, uh, provide access to all these cool stories from the guests that we have on all those sorts of things. Right. But in the beginning, like you're really doing it because of what you see that it could become. Right. And that's, that's the challenge. You really have to have that vision and you have to hold that vision and know what you're doing it for. And, you know, maybe it's not clear out of the gate, but you know, in a way, you know why you're doing it, right? And that's, that's, I think that was a huge part to this and making it past, I I believe, I don't have the stat off the top of my head, but making it past 20 episodes in podcasting is pretty rare. So if you can just keep pushing, just keep going with it, be consistent, uh, you're going to do well. Yeah, I think it was
0: only 1% actually. Only 1% of podcasts get past 20 episodes. And uh, one of our amazing sponsors uh, had sent that over to me, Colin Harms. Super inspiring dude's been with us since the very beginning, long before he was a sponsor. He's been supporting this show. And uh, yeah, I think it was my 21st episode that morning. He'd sent me this amazing video that was super inspiring. And what it was talking about was that, yeah, something like only 1% of podcasts even get past 20 episodes. So he was giving me a congratulations that morning. And Yeah, it's you don't recognize it, but it seems like a big world, the podcast community, right? And it is. There's millions of podcasts, but most of those podcasts stop after like 10 or 15 episodes. Mm -hmm. That's all they got in them. They peter out and they're done. And so really to end up in the top 1% of podcasts is really just a matter of sticking with it. Like That's Mm -hmm. it. That's really it. Provide good content, stick with it, and you will end up yourself in the top 10, top 5, top 1% of podcasts. And I think I recognized that early on, that, that in the beginning, the thing that was going to make us the most successful was just to stick with it and continuously provide good good content. And, you know, that's why I showed up. That's why I showed up on shitty days and great days and sicknesses. like My gosh, I had days where I could barely speak to this microphone. But I showed up and I did the show and I put it out because I recognized that the secret is just to de- just to deliver great content over time and that really is it and it's the two episodes a week was incredibly incredibly ambitious i'm not sure that if i was to do it over again that i would start there like now that i know what i know i'm not sure that i would have done it the way that i did it although i also don't think that we would have achieved the success that we have had i not done it at that level had i not just jumped in headfirst and said yeah we're doing two a week because there are shows out there that have been going for 3 years that are just accomplishing their first 100 episodes and we're going to do it in less than a year and hopefully we're going to hit 200 in less than two years Mm -hmm. and so absolutely yeah and and so from like from like a great content standpoint being able to deliver and give you guys something great two times a week and I I really do think that that is a good cadence for business and the reason that I think that is we need a pick-me-up on Monday morning which is why the Business Development Podcast comes out on Sunday because you can get us on Sunday or I think a lot of you listen to us uh, Sunday night or Monday morning and you need to pick me up in the middle of the week. And so we have that show coming out on Wednesday that really just gives you that nice kick in the butt right in the middle of the week to help get you to the end. And I think that that cadence has really helped us. The Sunday, Wednesday, even though maybe it's not the ideal days to drop a show, I think it has been ideal from a business standpoint, which is kind of why I want to go back to the beginning and say business podcasts are different. They just are. They're not a typical entertainment podcast. You know, uh, over time, will we hit millions of downloads? Absolutely. Will we hit it as fast as a comedy show? Probably not because our audience is just not as big. It's not the world. It's not the complete world and anybody and their dog. It's a very specific demographic of high performance professionals. So there's just less of you. But the reality Mm -hmm. is, is that the content that we deliver is specific to you. And over time, you know, we're going to hit those numbers anyway because we're providing high value.
2: Well Kelly, I, it might be useful if you talk a little bit about the way that you actively, you know, promote and market and build your community because the theory that I would pose to as to the success that you've had and the growth of your community is that you know, it's not only the high quality content, it's the engagement with the community specifically. And the reason that I think that is that A lot of podcasts, you know, like you said, 1% won't make it past 20 episodes. And my theory would be that that's partially because they haven't gotten any feedback or they Mm. haven't received the kind of validation they might need to keep going. Like, you, the reality is, you need to feel inspired and accountable. And like what you are doing is making a difference because it is a huge time commitment. And I think what you've done you know, marvelously is you've involved your community so much that you have consistently had feedback. You've consistently had, you know, comments and, and, you know, people reaching out in private messages. You've had um, guests on your show, which really started to create a lot of community around what you were doing. And I think just built a lot of accountability into what you were doing and really propelled you forward week after week after week because you felt responsible in some ways to both your guests and the people who have been reaching out to you and consistently listening. And all along the way, you know, you've talked about how surprised and how, you know, unbelievable and, you know, words like that in terms of the success that you've had. And all along the way, I've just kind of looked at you and been like, Yeah, not surprised. (laughs) I'm I'm not (laughs) surprised over here. Um, The reason I'm not surprised is because I see... The amount of consistent effort and the the active way that you participate in the success of your show and the way that you are dedicated to the community that you're building, it's it's for those reasons that I'm not even the slightest bit surprised every time, you know, another day comes, another day of numbers rolls in and you're like, we did this and we did this and here's our numbers this week. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like you're getting the output um, that you deserve because of the input that's going in. And so maybe talk a little bit about how you, how you really do that and how that has continued to inspire you to show up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> you say it like I did it, but I didn't <laughs> like the reality is, is that the community started reaching out on their own. Um, you know, I didn't entice any of them to reach out to us initially I just started getting messages just found your show it's changed my life it's changed our business it's changed everything we're now teaching this to all these people we've had uh, you know amazing listeners i'm not going to name them exactly we've had amazing listeners out of ontario who work for big big banks who started sharing all of our information with all their clients because they said this is just great information you need to hear this Mm -hmm. um the community really (laughs) yeah okay i've asked I, i created this show But the community itself has really reached out initially on their own and really started to kind of build that. But yes, you're absolutely right. There has been a community of people. And at this point, there have been hundreds and hundreds of people who have reached out to the show and told us about, you know, they appreciate the show. Thank you so much for what you're doing. It's changed my life. It's changed my business. It's changing everything for us. I don't know, babe, like you act like I created this community. What I did was I created a show. The community was already there. I just gave them a place. I gave them a place of hope that they could go to and they could learn a tip. They could learn something to just change things around for them. And we don't hold anything back here on the business development podcast. I tell it how it is. Mm -hmm. I teach you business development the same way I taught cold business development. Mm -hmm. I teach you the same way, the same winning techniques that win for us at Capital. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like, the reason I do this is it's not proprietary information. It's information that's out there in the world. What I did is I took it and I created a process with it and said, if you follow this process, you'll find success. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people at this point have done that and have found success. And I'm happy for each and every one of them. And I hope to continue to do that for mm-hmm. people well into the future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm speaking to you guys right now, the ones that have wrote to me and said, Kelly, thank you so much for doing this. I couldn't have done it without you. The reality is you did do it without me. (laughs) Okay, You couldn't have done it without your own dedication, without saying, you know what, this makes sense. I'm going to implement this in my business and watch my business turn around. So, you know, you guys have given me, you know, the the recognition and the acknowledgement for this, but I want to turn around and I want to put that recognition and acknowledgement right back on each and every one of you because... It was you who decided that you were going to change your business. It was you who decided to enact the principles and the processes of business development to do it effectively in a way that's going to change your business. And if you've experienced change, it's because you did something about it. And so, yes, you're right. We have a great community, although they wouldn't have accomplished what they've accomplished without taking the onus on themselves and doing it. So... Pats right back on their back, I appreciate them immensely. you know for those of you who reach out, it is it is a driving force that has kept me going um, it 's put a smile on my face plenty of times it 's cool to see the change that we have enacted on the world, but each and every one of you are equally responsible for that change. Each and every one of you are equally making it happen, and my processes alone don 't work without you enacting them, so <laughs> you know equally a pat on the back for each and every one of them, but Yes, we talked about community, Shelby. We talked about community. And what we want to do in 2024 is to build an even stronger and better community. That is something that has been pretty important to us. I know we've had plenty of internal team conversations about how can we unite our our business development podcast community. I know one of those ways was that the business development podcast community is a long bloody name. (laughs) We need a better name for it. (laughs) And I know we've kind of had like, a few ideas and we've been going back and forth about it. You guys know that I love my rock stars. I feel like that. I really like that one. I'm not sure if that's necessarily the final one that we're going to go with. But, you know, just back and forth with you guys. Um, do you guys want to chat a little bit about the community?
3: one of the things we really kind of recognize is that, you know, a lot of the advice off of our show, it, it'll come from, you know, business development backgrounds, but we also have guest episodes and they bring on some really unique, cool perspectives um, and kind of touch on a whole bunch of different things. And we kind of recognize that each and every one of our listeners has their own story and their own experience, right? So one of the things we really want to do is we want to we want to, you know, unify that and bring everybody together. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's not something you learn from Kelly Kennedy necessarily, but maybe it's something that you learn from another person that also listens to the show. Right. So we, we were looking at ways to try and bring people together in that sense. And, uh, really just, you know, make this knowledge flow freely, I guess is at the end of the day, what we want to do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just one thing I had on, uh, you know, that aspect going into 2024. That's, that's one of the things we're looking to do.
0: Yeah. And so I want to touch on that quickly, Cole. And so kind of what Cole's suggesting is, my gosh, you guys write into us with your community wins and we absolutely love them. We want to talk to you about them. We want to we want you guys to broadcast your community wins to the world. And so if you guys are getting this episode today, there's a couple ways you can do that. Um, You can either record your own win if you want to send it over to us via email. You can always send that to us at podcast at CapitalBD.ca if you wanted to self-record your own story or uh, your own business success that you've had with the podcast, which would be amazing. And I think there's a ton of people who would love to listen to your story. Um, The other way is if you if you just want to do it simply, it's just really quick couple minutes. You're welcome to hop on our website now and you can leave a voicemail for us right on the website. And we want to do this both for community questions moving forward, but also just feedback on the show or your own real quick story, right? If you guys have a win or a quick story or a community question, please send it to us on voice. We can share it then with the audience, with, with our lovely business development podcast world. And we can we can do essentially Q&As that are like real people, which we're really excited about. So. We want to incorporate a lot more of you into 2024. 2024, we want our listenership, our community involved. And so anything you guys want to send us, I want to hear it. Send it over to podcast at capitalbd.ca or leave us a voicemail right on the website. The only caveat to the voicemail on the website is it's two minutes long. So if it's longer than two minutes, you'll have to leave two voicemails or it makes maybe more sense if it's a longer story to just re-record your story on your computer and then send it to us as like a wave file or something. And we can take a look at it that way. But we want to involve our community in 2024. Um, you know, we didn't touch on it much, Cole, but you did talk about our guests. And I do want to spend a little bit of time there because... This show wouldn't have made it where it is without the amazing, amazing guests we've had on this show, and we have had so many amazing guests. actually, as of this recording of this episode, we have forty guest episodes, forty. <laughs> it blows my mind that we have forty guest episodes um and I, and I especially want to reach out to our very first guests and very specifically to one specifically, McKinley Highland. my gosh um. You know McKinley and me had been talking briefly, lots of stuff regarding you know inspection services and stuff ahead of that. Um, McKinley is actually a sponsor of this show. He's also a client of of Capital Business Development. But long before both those things, he was our very first guest on the Business Development Podcast. And my gosh, like what a risk he took! And the trust that it takes to come on to somebody's podcast in the very, very beginning when who knows, like it could have been the worst show ever. It could have ended up just being a total bomb and nobody listened. And heck, like, you know, just the faith that he had in me to do that. And, you know, frankly, and I mean that for like probably our first 15 or 20 guests who took a risk with the business development podcast and came on. Um, They're amazing. They're all amazing. Every guest we've had on the show. I appreciate you guys immensely. I know some of you are listening to this. I know also some of you might have thought this was going to be a different show. I had to change up our format for the for the road to 100. I did originally want to involve more guests in it. Um, The ask was a bit too much to ask, though, which is what what kind of ended up happening, the conclusion that I came to at the end. And um, so, yeah, in this particular case, I know some of them are like, ah, but you know, it's nothing against you guys. It's just I recognized pretty quickly it was going to be too much to ask all of our guests to contribute to this. Not to mention trying to edit all that together would have been a total nightmare. So (laughs) (laughs) there's a couple reasons, but you're all appreciated immensely. This show could not be where it's at today. This is your win just as much as it's our win. This show would not be here without your expert advice. And we look forward to having most of you back in 2024 as well uh, for further episodes and for more great, great conversations and educational experiences for our listeners. So to each and every one of the guests of the Business Development Podcast, you guys know who you are. There's so many of you. I think there's at least 35 and uh, you're appreciated immensely. And thank you so much for helping the show accomplish what it has and for teaching our amazing community through your own expert guest experience. So. Just a little moment to our guests. Appreciate them immensely. I love them. They're amazing. And uh, they have become, some of them have become like family to this show too. Like the reality is some of them have been on three, four times. We appreciate them so much. They're so kind, so supportive. Our community is not just our listenership. It is a community of expert guests as well. And we could not have done this without them. So thank you, expert guests, for all you have done for us. And I guess for, you know, we're wrapping it up. We're coming to the end of uh, of our journey to 100. And I hope that we, we've we touched on everything that we wanted to. One of the things that we wanted to talk about was what about the next 100 episodes, right? Like goals is a big thing. We talk about goals all the time on the show. You know, I like to set annual goals. I like to set monthly goals and figure out kind of where we're going to go. And, you know, it's... um. It's funny. There's something about goals that just tends to make them happen. (laughs) There's something weird about writing down your goals and figuring out where you want to go. And so we did have a few. Um, Cole, I'd love to talk to you a little bit about this one. So obviously, we talked about goals for the podcast in 2024, our next 100
3: episodes. One
0: of the goals we talked about was, I think we can hit 500,000 downloads in 2024
3: yeah no i i think we can too i think it's going to take a big year but i know we can do it um it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of uh <laughs> to be honest with you guys coming up with show topics isn't exactly the easiest thing to do nope. um but you know it's it's great when we have your involvement as well uh any any recommendations or ideas that's that's always welcome um also to you know our our guests are just you know, no disrespect to our early guests as we've, we've talked about before, but you know, our, our guests just keep getting better and better over time. And it's, it's been awesome to see, um, you know, all the guests obviously very valued. And uh, like I said, no disrespect to the early ones, but you know, we're, we're having a wait list now for the guests to get on our show. And that was early days. That wasn't uh, always the case. Right. So it's really been great to see. Um, and I think uh, definitely with, with those aspects we're, we're we're in a good spot to make it happen. So now we yeah. just got to put the work in and uh, keep putting out good content and we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. And, and I think the reason that we have a wait list, Cole, is that with our with our guests, this isn't about putting you on the spot or putting you guys. This is about a highlight. You guys all have something to give back to the community. You have something to give back to the world. My CEOs, founders, presidents, experts in various fields, you didn't get there overnight. You all have amazing, amazing journeys and stories. And that's what we highlight on the Business Development Podcast, right? And so we treat our guests with a lot of, of respect that they, that they frankly deserve. They frankly deserve the respect that they get treated with on the show. And that's why we have a waiting list, Cole, is that we treat our guests amazing. We make sure that their story is highlighted. And we make sure that they're given the respect, um, that they have earned and that they deserve to come on the show. And I think the empathy and respect goes a long way. I think they don't get that on every podcast. I think some of them get, get asked to come on podcasts just to get hammered or to get slammed or to get put on the spot and made to feel awkward. And that's not the show we do. So I think that is a flip. That is the reason that that we do have a waiting list now for guests. And I think that as 2024 rolls on, those guests are just going to continue to go up in quality and up in quality and up in quality as they start to realize the business development podcast is about them. It's about their journey and it's not about throwing them under the bus. It's about their celebration. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Not to mention, I think with the business development podcast, we've done a great job, especially about highlighting not necessarily every super accomplished guest either. I think a big part of the show being successful is that we like to highlight people even when they just have great ideas or great or they're experts in various fields. Right. Um, you know, we've had a lot of help from the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce. And I do want to highlight them, specifically Ken G and Amin Samji, really went out of their way to help grow this show. Each one of them went out of their way to help make this show what it is, to help us to kind of get some of those initial guests, make those initial introductions. And man, some of the guests we've had through the Edmonton Chamber have been absolutely amazing and cool founder stories and just great people overall. And so, We get to not just build the business community in Canada, but I really like to highlight Calgary and Edmonton specifically, which is our home. And we get to really highlight some cool founders that I'm not necessarily sure would have got the airtime without the Business Development Podcast to be able to do that for them. So I think we get to do it on a couple different levels. We get to highlight Canadian business and business in general, but we also get to help our own community, which is something that is an important thing here for the Business Development Podcast. Mm Absolutely. Absolutely
2: yeah, the Alberta economy. I think just like you don't distinguish between your wins, you don't distinguish between your guests. you know, everybody has their has their expertise and their value that they bring, just like every listener does. And I think not distinguishing between them has been um has been something that you've done really well.
1: Thank
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. And and the reality is it's, you know, everybody starts somewhere and a good idea is a good idea, no matter how long it's been around. So Mm -hmm. I like to uh, I like to highlight that because the reality is we have a lot of innovative young people here in Alberta. Um, a lot of innovative young people across Canada, and you know we want to hear from you guys too you guys don 't have to be around you don 't have to be the biggest success story on the, on the planet earth you just I love it when you guys shake things up and and bring me in on it so you know keep in mind you know we will we love the great the long time executives we love the twenty year you know super super people, but you know we love the one or two year super people too. you guys are just as important your stories are just as important, and the work you 're doing is going to shape tomorrow and so i'm I'm game, I'm game either way.
2: <laughs> so what else is what else is next for your next one 100 episodes in the business <clears throat> development podcast?
0: So we're going to continue to commit to two episodes a week. I have zero reason to not want to continue doing that. I love the pace I've, It's the pace frankly, at this point that I'm used to. so you know, if you guys love our two episodes a week and you're like, I sure hope Kelly's going to keep doing it, I'm making a commitment to you right now. I'm going to keep doing it two episodes a week throughout 2024 of the Business Development Podcast is going to keep coming to your inbox. Um, and we're excited about it. We have great guests. You know, like like Cole said, we're booked right now, I think all the way to March. We, we have Fridays booked all the way to March for expert guest interviews. So we have a lot of cool guests coming on, a lot of big companies coming on here in January of 2024, uh, kind of getting the word out about some stuff that could help you guys out. So I'm excited about those shows. And um, yeah, The other thing that uh, we've committed to is more engagement with our community. Obviously, the first year was really about establishing this show and figuring out how we're going to run it. Now that we've established it, we figured out how we're going to run it. We want more interaction with our community. Like Cole mentioned, um, podcast episodes are driven by us, but they're also driven by what is it that our community wants? What is it that's going to be valuable? And so we're looking for feedback from you guys on what type of topics you would like us to cover in 2024. We've had a lot of feedback, actually, on the Proposal Playbook series, which was one that kind of came out of left field. And that one came out of left field for us because we were in the middle of revamping our own proposal structures at Capital. And so a lot of that came from hard lessons learned from other proposals. And so Proposal Playbook was, was something that came out of left field. And you guys know that because it kind of took up some of our Christmas stuff early that we weren't anticipating having to change. So, um, but yeah, the proposal playbook has had amazing feedback. Lots of people reaching out saying they're going to implement it in their organization, that they've had some hard conversations <laughs> internally after listening to it that, and realizing that, oh crap, now we got to revamp our proposals and make sure that we are providing value and we're showing it, we're showing ROI and we're showing either, you know, a, a a profit or a savings of some type. And so, yeah, that was a cool one came out of left field, but those are going to happen. And so, you know, we're that I'm looking for ideas kind of like that. If there are things that come up for you and your organization on the business development side where you're looking for next steps, you're looking for what to do next, um, or you're just looking for a specific set of guidance and help, please do reach out to the business development podcast, suggest some new topics. I've had about five to 10 uh, recently suggested that I've written down and we will be incorporating in 2024. But if you're hearing this today and you're like, yeah, I have a great idea for the business development podcast, we want to hear about it. So Feel free to, like I said, either leave us a voicemail, shoot me a a LinkedIn message, or just shoot us uh, on the podcast email, and we'll make sure that we get back to you on it. So that's another commitment. Uh, Definitely committing to our listenership over 2024. The other thing that I want to make a commitment to, and it's going to be fun, we're we're going to give you a name. (laughs) I promise. I love it. I love I love the names that we get from from other podcasts that I listen to. And I've been wanting to do it for a while, but it's a hard community to pick a name for. And so we're working on it on the back end. But if you guys have any suggestions or like you like specific names, you're like, Kelly, come on. I know exactly what this should be. Reach out to us. Let us know. I would love to have a name for us, hopefully by February of 2024. By our one year anniversary, I would like to maybe celebrate it by giving our community a name, a group, something that we can unite in. And uh, yeah, so that's another thing that uh, I'm committing to here in 2024. Um, we've talked about it internally. We're looking a little bit for feedback from our community how would you guys feel about potentially webinars in 2024 this is something that um, we don't have a ton of experience in but you know we're definitely open to looking at it and learning potentially we could do an educational series of webinars um, that we invite our community to in various ways we're still looking at how how you even incorporate something like that on the back end but I do think that uh, we are committed to putting together at least one webinar for you guys in 2024 if not more I guess we'll we'll see what the feedback's like but if you guys are in Interested in seeing a webinar? If that's something you guys think you would attend, feel free to just let me know. Because I think if we were to get like you know a hundred people reach out and say yeah, we would love to maybe attend a webinar for the business development podcast. Maybe use something that's a very business development specific um, course. Let me know if I get like a hundred people reach out and say yeah, it's something we would be interested in. I think I think we would take a look at putting it on. So I think a webinar is something. And then obviously we're committed to uh, to keeping up with the level of guests we've been doing, right? So obviously we're always raising the bar with the guests and uh, that's never going to stop. But I think 2024, uh, that commitment is going to go above and beyond. We are already getting some absolutely amazing guests and we're looking forward to the kind of the next level, the next steps that we can take this so you can expect us to just keep raising the bar and making sure that we are getting you guys relevant great experts in various fields to be able to help you take your organizations to the next level. And that's definitely a commitment that uh, that we will make to you guys in 2024. Um, We talked about it briefly series. Obviously, we did proposal playbook series. I think there will at least be one or two more series in 2024. I don't have them planned out yet. I'm not sure what they will be. Like I said, proposal playbook fell out of left field. So who knows? Maybe it's still waiting to fall out of left field. But I think you can expect at least another series in 2024, if not two. And then business development experts uh, coming in on Wednesday episodes. So we've spent a lot of time here focused on you know, other entrepreneur executives, experts in other fields. But we're in business development, right? And there are a lot of business development people who, frankly, just haven't had a chance to have their voice heard or haven't got the recognition for the amazing work that they are doing. And so to my lovely business development people... I intend to to do a sounding board and be able to have kind of a back and forth conversation with you on your stories. And I think you can expect to see, I would like to do some of those on Wednesdays, I think, moving into 2024. So we are looking for a list of expert business development people who've been around the block, know what they're talking about and want to come on and have a conversation. Um, I think we can expect to do some of that in 2024. So it's going to be a big year. We have a lot planned, a lot going on, and I'm really, really looking forward to it um cole do you have anything that you want to you want to say as we wrap this thing up today
3: it's been a really cool journey so far um just from where it started to where it is now and not to make it sound cliche or anything like that but you know just showing up at your door kelly and then seeing where it is today like it's it's pretty incredible um you know i'm really proud of you for the work you put into this show and i know you expressed how thankful you are for both of us here and the community and whatnot but Definitely very proud of you for all the effort I've seen you put into this. And there's been a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of conversations we've had on the back end. I've seen, you know, just how much work this takes and and the effort that's required to to do something like this. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the last thing I want to wrap this up on is congratulations, Kelly. Like you, you really deserve this and I'm very proud of you. Thanks, dude. Thanks. I really appreciate that. You know, one of the things
0: that I just wanted to touch on before we wrap up and, um, you know, sponsorship is something that's come in very late in the show, but we have had the good fortune to have some pretty amazing sponsors step up. So I do want to thank At Work Office Furniture. I want to thank HyperVac Technologies. And I want to thank Maverick NDT Inspection for coming on early, taking a risk with us. The reality is that At this point in the show, we really want to grow and reach a really large audience. And really, these sponsorships, they don't just help us. They really help every listener of this show. They help us to take this to the next level, to be able to keep up the the high levels of production, to be able to keep up the high levels of work that go on behind the scenes, and to be able to market this show to a really, really wide audience. So sponsorship helps us help you. And um, I appreciate them immensely. And I wanted to just thank them really briefly for stepping up and doing so much for us on the Business Development Podcast. And we appreciate them immensely. So thank you so much for stepping up, various sponsors of the Business Development Podcast. And then I wanted to wrap this up, obviously, just by saying a gigantic thank you to my beautiful fiance, Shelby Hobbs, who is on the call with us today. And it is her birthday. It is her 32nd birthday. And instead of just celebrating with her lovely birthday cake and my beautiful son, she is on here conversating with us. And I just want to say thank you, baby, for everything you do for me, for our family and for this podcast and each and every one of their listeners. They owe, they owe you a debt of gratitude as well.
2: Hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. And I've hopefully been very quiet as I've been nursing a baby and bouncing a baby and burping a baby (laughs) throughout (laughs) this whole recording. And no, it's been a really wonderful birthday so far. We probably could have gone without sharing the exact number of the birthday but uh no it's been a really beautiful day so far you got up early made me breakfast maybe some french toast I had a present and I've got just so many blessings this year and uh so I'm very thankful this has been a really amazing way to spend a birthday we're baking some bread for our neighbors (laughs) feels like a very 32nd year old birthday feels very grown up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, And very peaceful. And I'm just very thankful for, for you and for our boys and for this podcast. And, and yeah, just thankful to be here.
0: Yes, yes. And you know, gratitude and thanks is definitely something that you know, I've had a lot of this year, you know, could it be better? Yeah, of course always. Right. But mm-hmm. the reality is, is that sometimes you just got to be really thankful for where you're at and for all the blessings that you have. And the reality is, is that here in the Kennedy household, we have a lot of blessings. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for each and every one of them. And I'm thankful that we have some, some four very beautiful, healthy boys that we have a roof over our head, that we have all the food we need, that we have family who love us. And then we have, a you know, amazing employees such as Cole to work with us. And, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't be more grateful, even though it's like, yeah, are we ever where we necessarily want to be? Not always, you know, and I have a conversation with an upcoming Mm -hmm. guest about that where it's like, how do you know you're like where you want to be? But Mm -hmm. the reality is that I think it's easy to always want to be someplace better and to be striving for that Mm -hmm. all the time. But I think it's equally important to just be thankful for where you are and all we have accomplished. Mm -hmm. And you know, the three people we have on this line today have accomplished a tremendous, tremendous amount in 2023. Mm-hmm. More than I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just want to say, you know, Cole, Shelby, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you for your help, your support emotionally and every other way.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: this, uh, this show wouldn't be what it is without you. And uh, I wouldn't be who I am without you. And so thank you for everything.
2: Thank you. Yeah, sometimes, Thank you, when you're, sometimes when you're climbing that mountain, you got to turn around and look at how far you've come. can't really always do. just be looking at the next peak. You got to turn around and acknowledge the journey and and every step you've taken to get here. So I think it's equally important to stop and do that. And I feel like this is really one of those milestone moments for all of us and just very thankful to share it with you guys. And Yeah, I'm going to go punch down some bread dough now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Goodness. Well, here's to the next hundred, everybody. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: This has been the Business Business Development Development Podcast with with Kelly Kennedy. Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast.
0: Calling all office leaders and game changers, score big this season with at work office furniture, your winning strategy for workspace excellence. Picture this, premium commercial furniture delivering a championship-level experience. From rapid deliveries to custom visual plans, Atwork ensures every piece is an all-star player. For over 40 years, Atwork has been crafting office success stories across Canada. Need a winning team without the hefty price tag? Head over to www.atwork.ca. They are not just furnishing offices. They're creating spaces where business champions thrive. Contact Rodney and his team at hello at atwork.ca. Mention Kelly and the Business Development Podcast for an exclusive touch. Your victory starts here at At Atwork, where every workspace transforms into the ultimate arena for success. Don't just dream it. Achieve it with Atwork Office Furniture. That's www.atwork.com. A-T-W-O-R-K dot C-A.